Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Shaws. Today we have part two of the story of Hansel and Gretel. And while the children have found their way home, I get the feeling that their stepmother is not particularly happy with that. This is part two of Hansel and Gretel. Not long afterwards, there was again great dearth in the land, and the children heard their mother address their father thus in bed one night. Everything is eaten up once more. We have only half a loaf in the house, and when that's done, it's all up with us. The children must be got rid of. We'll lead them deeper into the wood this time, so they won't be able to find their way out again. There is no other way of saving ourselves. The man's heart smote him heavily, and he thought surely it would be better to share the last bite with one's children. But his wife wouldn't listen to these arguments, and did nothing but scold and reproach him. If a man yields once, he's done for, and so, because he had given in the first time, he was forced to do so the second. But the children were awake and had heard the conversation. When the old people were asleep, Hansel got up and wanted to go out and pick up pebbles again, as he had done the first time. But the woman had barred the door, and Hansel couldn't get out. But he consoled his little sister, and said, Don't cry, Gretel. Sleep peacefully, for God is sure to help us. At early dawn, the woman came and made the children get up. They received their bit of bread, but it was even smaller than the time before. On the way to the wood, Hansel crumbled it in his pocket, and every few minutes he stood still and dropped a crumb on the ground. Hansel, what are you stopping and looking about you for? said the father. I'm looking back at my little pigeon, which is sitting on the roof, waving me a farewell, answered Hansel. Oh, said the wife, that isn't your pigeon. It's the morning sun glittering on the chimney. But Hansel gradually threw all his crumbs onto the path. The woman led the children still deeper into the forest, farther than they had ever been in their lives before. Then a big fire was lit again, and the mother said, Just sit down there, children, and if you're tired, we can sleep a bit. We're going into the forest to cut down wood, and in the evening, when we're finished, we'll come back to fetch you. At midday, Gretel divided her bread with Hansel, for he had strewed his all along their path. Then they fell asleep, and evening passed away. But nobody came to the poor children. They didn't awake till it was pitch dark, and Hansel comforted his sister, saying, Only wait, Gretel, till the moon rises, then we shall see the breadcrumbs I scattered along the path, and they will show us the way back to the house. When the moon appeared, they got up, but they found no crumbs, for the thousands of birds that fly about the woods and fields had picked them all up. Never mind, said Hansel to Gretel. You'll see. We'll still find a way out. But all the same, they did not. They wandered about the whole night and the next day from morning till evening, but they could not find a path out of the wood. They were very hungry too, for they had nothing to eat but a few berries they found growing on the ground. And at last, they were so tired that their legs refused to carry them any longer, so they lay down under a tree and fell fast asleep. On the third morning after they had left their father's house, they set about their wandering again, but only got deeper and deeper into the wood. And now they felt that if help did not come to them soon, they must perish. At midday, they saw a beautiful little snow-white bird sitting on a branch, which sang so sweetly that they stopped still and listened to it. And when its song was finished, 
it flapped its wings and flew on in front of them. They followed it and came to a little house on the roof of which it perched. And when they came quite near, they saw that the cottage was made of bread and roofed with cakes, where the window was made of transparent sugar. Now we'll set to, said Hansel, and have a regular blowout. I'll eat a bit of the roof, and you, Gretel, can eat some of the window, which shall find a sweet morsel. Hansel stretched up his hand and broke off a little bit of the roof to see what it was like, and Gretel went to the casement and began to nibble at it. Thereupon, a shrill voice called out from the room inside. Nibble, nibble, little mouse, who's nibbling my house? The children answered, "'Tis heaven's own child, the tempest wild, and went on eating, without putting themselves about. Hansel, who thoroughly appreciated the roof, tore down a big bit of it while Gretel pushed out a whole round window pane and sat down the better to enjoy it. Suddenly, the door opened, and an ancient dame, leaning on a staff, hobbled out. And that is where we will leave part two of Hansel and Gretel. For you and I, listeners, know who that ancient dame is. But the children don't. Certainly not yet. But they will find out in part three of Hansel and Gretel. This is Dan Scholes for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Threads and Instagram at Folktale Project. And you can find us wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. As always, thank you so much for listening.